Hello and welcome to Qatar's first sports podcast, In The Game. I'm your host, Steve Mackey, and we can't wait to introduce you to everything that is sports here in Qatar and afar. We're going to be bringing you personalities, company owners, institutions, individuals that are making a real difference. So, with us, enjoy the journey. Hello and welcome to In The Game, Qatar's first sports podcast. Today, again, wonderful guest, um, Abid, please introduce yourself. Okay, thank you. First of all, thank you very much for having me over. Uh, my name is Abid Tareen and I am the Deputy Secretary General of the Asian Equestrian Federation and also uh, the Technical Advisor of the Qatar Equestrian Federation. Uh, my, my background, uh, I, I, I started off, uh, I came in this field a long time back, uh, since 2005, when I used to work for the Equestrian Federation of Pakistan. That's where I belong to. So, uh, initially in 2005, after my, my schooling and my college and everything, I, I uh, joined the Equestrian Federation and uh, I was only responsible for one of the sports, which is known as the tent pegging. One of the cultural sports of Pakistan, very famous. We have more than 30,000 riders in this particular sport in Pakistan and India. Uh, it's basically uh, more of a war tactic which converted into a horse sport. Then later on I was given responsibility to take over uh, one of the polo clubs uh, in, in the capital city of Pakistan and I was also looking after that. And later on I was elected as the Secretary General of the Pakistan Federation. Uh, as with time, you know, uh, things moved on and I was given the opportunity and offered an opportunity by the Qatar or the Asian Equestrian Federation to join them and my tenure in Pakistan was coming to an end. So I, I opted to come here and, you know, grow and it was a very good opportunity. Uh, I've learned a lot. So that is something about me. Mm. Yeah. It's it's kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm really pleased that you've come on the show today because I've been been trying to chase you for quite some time and you are one busy man it's like you you just explained all your jobs there and it's it's kind of you're you're all over the place like yeah, you're yeah. at singapore at the moment is there a big competition uh in thailand in, in thailand. Pattaya, yeah. okay. Pattaya, we have the uh, upcoming uh, the fei asian continental championship which means all the countries which are affiliated with the equestrian sport in asia would be participating under the umbrella of the FEI, which is the international body. Okay, yeah. so let me let me just get paint the picture on on how we we came together. Okay, so I've um, one day that I've gone to the the equestrian centre over in El Riyadh, and um, I I I've had experiences in in different. I I love horses. Horses is is my big passion. So I go over there and and it's just an absolute. And I, I kid you not, you know when there's the the feeling's right. Well, I've gone to this place and and the feeling is right. Everybody is saying good morning to you. Every that there's just a feeling in the place that that everybody cares for one another, and even the, the stable lads, the, the 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 kind of they're they're caring for the horses. Everybody cares for one another, and it's an incredible place to even go and visit. Um, so that's my story. And then all of a sudden, we, we just I got an introduction. I was lucky to get an introduction for you because we were trying to look for business. We were, we were looking for business. And and all of a sudden, somebody knocked on your door and I came in. And, yeah. and, and then our friendship is, is yeah. gone on from there. <coughs> and it's it's like, and, and I, I really am so glad because talking to you over these past um, past months, um, you're an incredible guy. You're, you're kind of, you, you, you are doing a lot of stuff. So what, with your... 
How did you know that you had a love for horses? When when did all that kind of kick in? Okay, uh, you know, uh, there's some sports which actually pass are passed on to you through your family. So my my father uh, went to a school and college in Pakistan, which was a British school. So they did have riding, and my father used to ride. Later on, he he went to the Cambridge University, and uh, he was again affiliated with uh, the horse sport. After that, my eldest brother, he went to the same uh, system, you know, the same college, and he became the captain of the riding team. So we we eventually ended up buying our own horses, and I I you know from day one it just clicked. I I got on the horseback, and I didn't know how to ride. And you know, being very young, I started you know uh, doing this, and then later on when I grew a little older, I was given the opportunity to join a riding school in my my hometowns and from there i you know got into this thing and i i i became my passion and today as time has passed by it you know my my passion has become my profession which is the best combination you know uh, it's yeah. it's something yeah. that, that all it's of our a win-win situation a win-win situation yeah. and it, it's kind of that's what i like about your story because you know, one of those things is is that you've got these big positions but you're a very humble person you're very humble you think about others they're they're the most important and you think about the animals and and that's paramount God so has been very kind yeah yeah so with 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 these things the polo let's talk okay we'll talk about the horses so you've done um horse riding lessons um so then what, when did it go so tell us a bit about that peg pegging thing yeah that, okay game. so uh, let me start from polo first yeah because you mentioned it now pakistan uh, is a country you know because pre-partition when we had the indian subcontinent we had the 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 british you know raj what we said and when the the britishers left they they left quite a few things which became a part of our life so polo was also one of that so right now as we speak we have about 42 polo clubs in pakistan and considering asia uh pakistan is considered as one of the uh, i would say top 5 countries in asia in polo then now coming back to tent pegging tent pegging uh, goes back thousands of years you know uh, like i said earlier it was basically a military tactic back in the days when you didn't have you know you didn't have aeroplanes you didn't have tanks so normally the enemy would attack uh the camps of the other side or on the elephants okay so and the horses and the peggers used to actually go full gallop and stab the toes of the elephants with the lances and the elephant used to come down on the knees and fall down you know yeah because it used to be injured then when the enemy had uh, its uh, you know the, the camp the tents uh, overnight there used to be a team of four riders because there used to be four pegs yeah so the four riders used to come in full gallop so nobody can you know stop them and they all of them used to take one peg each on a running horse and the tent would collapse on the right okay yeah, yeah. and then you had the the modern day <coughs> infantry which used to come in and you know attack with the sword yeah so later on it became a sport today uh, we have a body based out of muskat oman which was formed in the year officially uh, in 2013 uh, 
it's called the International Tent Pegging Federation. I am also one of the board members. Okay. And we have uh, about 38 countries on board which are doing tent pegging. And we have uh, the World Cup every three years. Okay. Yeah, and it's a lot of fun. A lot of people, new countries have come in and the ITPF is doing, you know, playing a great uh, role as, a, as an international federation. Uh, they, they hold various courses to train riders, you know, for judges, for officials. So everything technically in this equestrian sport has been now converted into very professionally, you know. Yeah. Overall, as per the rule of the IOC, which is the International Olympic Committee, every sport, say for example, we, we, we talk about equestrian, so as the rule goes, there can be only one international federation responsible for this equestrian field entire. Yeah. Yeah. So that is the body called the FEI, which is the Federation Equestrian International, based out of Lausanne, Switzerland. Uh, our present uh, president is uh, Ingmar Divos from okay. from uh, Belgium, uh, a very nice gentleman, and uh, the secretary general is uh, Sabrina Ibanez. So every uh, equine sport or discipline comes under the umbrella of the FEI and then we have the annual general assemblies and then FEI has a lot of things going on. So now we are also, other than the Qatar Equestrian Federation based out of Doha, also the Asian Equestrian Federation. So Asia is one of the biggest continents, you know, it's about 60% plus world population. Yes, we are growing, we are growing a lot, mashallah. But obviously, uh, you know, uh, Europe and uh, the Pan-American countries have uh, gone much more further. But now, with the new management of the AEF, uh, things are on the right track. We are tapping on the right target and uh, moving in the right direction. So hopefully, uh, things will be good. You, you, um, you're now getting into events with the, with the um, Federation, with the, yeah. the Asian Federation, yeah. um, Equestrian Federation. That must be a big task because if, if you've got 60% of the population in your region, yeah. then that's a lot of work. That's a lot of work. Uh, so, okay. We, like I told you earlier, we have now in December, starting November end, going up to 8th of December, the first FEI Asian Continental Championship, where we are expecting that out of the 35 mem member countries of the AEF, uh, maybe 18 or 20 might participate and we are we, we have three disciplines that we are uh, you know have in the, this uh, particular championship uh, show jumping dressage and cross country which is known as eventing so all these three are also Olympic disciplines yeah <clears throat> so uh, this is one one big event coming for 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 the AEF obviously sanctioned and under the umbrella of the FEI after that, uh, we have now started focusing a lot on our youth, yeah. the future. Yeah. That is the right way, you know, uh, Steve. If your youth and the youngsters are trained properly from day one, they are the future of that country. Yeah. So now, again, as we speak, we have two big AEF, uh, you know, uh, championships going on the under 21 dressage championship which is being 
held in 11 countries right now as we speak yesterday we finished the kyrgyzstan because that is also part of uh, asia and today our official appointed judges are flying from kyrgyzstan to uzbekistan and then it's a back to back situation so within this year 2019 before december we will uh, finish finish the qualifying rounds so how it works is that each national federation what we call the nf has its own national qualifiers the top rider is eligible to participate in the finals which will be held under the umbrella of the aaf yeah so if 11 countries are participating 11 individuals from 11 countries will be selected through obviously merit and they will then participate in the first quarter of 2020 in the aaf under 21 research championship likewise uh, we also have the aaf uh, show jumping challenge yeah and that is being held in 11 uh, sorry 16 countries mm-hmm. so that has also started india has already finished pakistan finished yesterday only uh, uzbekistan has it along with the research competition so again it will be the same so this is something we are working on uh, you know for for the youth mm. so they are given opportunity unfortunately that was the only reason you know our youth our youngsters uh, did not get uh, as many opportunities as as given in europe or the you know yeah. uh, other countries so now that is what we are focusing on do you think that's going to be a, that's going to make a huge difference that's going to make a huge difference so from yeah. being somebody that was playing catch up you're yeah. actually going to you you've got the potential of, of leading the way as they say uh, you know everything takes time rome wasn't built in a day yeah we are working on it we we have uh, the aef management is very very positive very progressive uh, you know uh, we are given full uh, support by the top management uh, also i think it's f- important for me to mention here that other than our president which is uh, mr hamad bin abdurrahman al atiya from qatar also the president of the qatar federation then uh, badr al darwish being the secretary general again of qatar and asia our first vice president is from japan our second vice president is from china our third vice president is from kyrgyzstan and our fourth vice president is from lebanon so we have divided the responsibility to all our enemies yeah, yeah. so they own it yeah you know the feeling of ownership is very <clears throat> important once you own it then you play your own part as an individual or as a country and you you try and you know stand by the, the federation and you know we we grow together we stand yeah. united and we grow together so so here in qatar uh, let, let's start on qatar you you mm-hmm. brought up two gentlemen that are, that are playing a very very big role in yeah. in the associate of the confederation or no, not and and that that's qatar for you right because they are they, they, this whole place is all generated around sports and it doesn't matter what sports you you're involved with True. they want to get to the best that they possibly can always and and to be able to go back into into the youth is is just what they want to do that's their they want to leave a legacy and and that's what they do here so that's really hats off to them now your bosses we were saying earlier your bosses are the olympic committee yeah so technically as per the structure of the uh, qatar um uh, olympic committee 
all national sport federation be it any sport comes under the umbrella of the QOC which is yeah. the Qatar Olympic Committee and uh, other than that uh, so all nfs come under the under the uh, QOC and ha- that's how they yeah. they take it yeah and and i i kind of i never realized just i never realized just how big the olympic committee was and the, the responsibilities that that they have right because they got they got hundreds of sports that they yeah. have hundreds and you you can see you know every day right now as we speak we have the iaaf athletics going on and you know back to back so many competitions going on and and in the future we have the 2022 world football world cup coming up it's amazing you know how yeah. they've uh, the the facilities that are being developed the support being extended <coughs> by the government by the qatar olympic it's also positive and you know the entire world is actually looking towards qatar now yeah it's become a hub of uh, sports now and 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 i i suppose this is a love of the podcast i get to meet so many different people and 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 these are people that are making a real difference within the sport industry here and and it's only been 3 months but the stories have been incredible and yours is no exception um the with as i said before at the beginning of the podcast i said i said um i, I said uh i loved it when i came to your place and that's how we first met what the, and it's like it, we can talk about all the big things but sometimes looking at all the big things which you're involved with you just don't stop there you look at all the other things that are really important to you yeah. to you and the confederation and everything here in qatar can you tell us a little bit about what the type of events that you're running here um the type of events what what your pl- what people can expect if they came to the the equestrian center okay um so so uh, as far as the qatar equestrian federation is concerned um we also we are also affiliated uh with one of the top notch equestrian facilities which works hand in hand with uh, with the Qatar Equestrian Federation which is Al Shakab so we have many many different facilities and courses uh, which we offer across the board starting from the futures future riders program then the general riding for for youth then Uh, you know discipline specific training for if somebody wants to learn show jumping they can come and learn show jumping uh, dressage eventing so everything is available here in qatar you know uh, we have a lot of uh, children from different schools and colleges coming in taking classes because we now uh, as the season starts in the second week of october we also have big shows you know happening in um, doha like uh, i'll give you a few few examples uh, we hold the the, the longjeans global tour yeah. which is one of the world class yeah, uh, yeah. you know uh, competitions then we have the chi uh, then we have many international uh, show jumping competitions so there's a lot there's a lot to see there's a lot to learn and there's a lot to offer <coughs> you know yeah. it's available for anybody who is interested is more than welcome yeah. yeah and that and and again you're pushing into those um into the youth side of things um uh, one thing is it open to everybody is it is it just open to um, qatari nationals mm. or is it open to everybody it's open to anybody anybody and everybody is more than welcome 
there's a membership system. You apply and you come and become a member, and anybody. Yeah, can come. and we have expats uh, riding with us. And and that's a that, that's a big thing. I don't think um, expats here realize that, that there's these venues out there, and they really are. When you meet people like yourself, it's so friendly. It's just kind of it, it just is so friendly. And literally, honestly, just go and try. It's like you can just go there, and you'll be pointed in the right direction, and you can get started as soon as you want to get started. Um, so it is incredible. So just make sure that again, um, Al Rian is um, the equestrian center. Yeah, Al Rian, great place to start. And and literally, as I said to you, there's so many different helpful people. You just got to go there, and you'll get pointed in the right direction. Um, okay, I want to go back, and and I want to ask your honest opinion. Okay, because I love the place. I've got so it is. I love the place, and I love the place because I I, I'll shake and and I keep on getting that wrong. It's I'll shuck up. I'll shuck up. Okay. On a global basis, how how where does it stand? Okay, Steve. You know, um, my my exposure to this uh, sport or this field has been you know for a long time now. In my official capacity, it's been uh, approximately fourteen years now, and before that, you know, I being a part of question uh, myself I've been around the world it is not because I'm sitting here in Doha and I'm saying it but actually it is a world-class state-of-the-art facility there yeah. is no doubt mm. there is no doubt yeah I, I, I kind of and uh, you know uh, I don't have words to explain actually yeah it's actually a state of the art facility. And 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 again, I'm going down this road because I'm I'm I, I know that people out there are thinking to themselves, oh, the horses, you're going to make them jump over these things, and they're kind of, oh my word. Some people are going to think that that way, but these horses don't feel sorry for these horses because they've got the best of the best. Yeah. I, they, they're looked after, and this is one thing that we'll cover shortly. But just going to ask your cab, they've got the best vet, veterinary surgeries, the yeah. best vets. Um, they worked. I think they've got the last time I went there. <clears throat> excuse me, he, um, something like seven world champions. Yeah, they have uh, about seven world champions in the Arabian uh, yeah. breed. Uh, that is what all Shaka was all about. <coughs> uh, it, it was. I think the originally the idea was generated from uh, the breeding facility of Arabian horses uh, by His Royal Highness uh, the the Father Amir. And it later on converted into this facility, what we see today, the Al Shaka. Mm. And like I told you before, we, they, they, they organize one of the good shows here and people love it. People love coming to Doha. Yeah. yeah. It's very, very, very organized. They have very nice teams, uh, you know, and they work in collaboration with the Federation because uh, it has to be, uh, you know, done that way. So they're doing a great job. They are doing it. Yeah. You're all doing a great job. And and again, with those horses, I, I'm, I'm going to come back to the horses. They have the best fertilities. Like I couldn't believe they've got saunas. They've got um, they've got yeah. swimming pools. They've got they've got people that massage them. They and and it, it is like a five star hotel. It is a five star hotel. <laughs> it's a five star. Horses. <laughs> yeah. And 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 so let's move on to Ariane because um uh, the equestrian center there, again. When I went there, it was fantastic, and I've I've never ever seen something of this stage, and I I want you to talk because I know that you're a big part of this too with all the jobs that you do, and f I, I just go through the type of how many horses you've got there and and the the stables. It's like <coughs> I've never seen stables like it. 
excuse me. Okay, so uh, coming to Al Rayyan, the Qatar Equestrian Federation, um, we have not only one setup, but you know, uh, the, the 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 Qatar forces also are uh, affiliated with us, the Lakhwia, uh, the Emiri Guard. They also have been given stables at the Qatar Equestrian Federation, Al Rayyan. So. Uh, as per as per the numbers we are talking about for maybe the Qatar Equestrian Federation, we are hundred plus horses on our own for for general riding and uh, you know all the discipline, show jumping, dressage, and eventing. Other than that, we have horses which are owned by the government, Lahuya, and uh, you know the Miri Guard, and then there are some private owners, the riders, which want to grow and have been trying to uh, you know. Uh, totally focus on this as a profession and they have bought their own horses very very costly and nice mm -hmm. high class horses and they they are also stable at our facility and these riders come and practice every day some some of them own two some four some three it also varies so overall uh, i would say the total number in the equestrian federation is about 250 plus horses uh, you know including everything other than the race club, which is also a, a, a subsidy of uh, yep. the thing, but nothing to do with Equestrian Federation of uh, Qatar, but we are in the same facility. That's a flat race, and we are looking after all the other equine sports, you know, uh, discipline. And and so, again, and I'm just trying to give you an image of, of what this place is like. You've got one side that must go on for 400 meters. I kid you not. Yeah, 400 meters and you've got stables every single part of the way up at the top it's like a, a big c-shape at the top you've got probably got another 400 meters with stables and then down the other side you've got another 400 stables with horses in so you've got to how do you keep this up together right yeah uh, we we have a very good management uh, steve uh, the management and the grooms i, I must say you know uh, it is one part, they, I, I, I normally call them the unsung heroes, you know. Mm. They work day and night. We always focus on the rider, you know, okay, a rider from, say, Qatar has achieved a particular level mm. and he's done really well in world-class competitions. But who's the backbone? The backbone who made his horse and works 24-7 to ensure that the horse is healthy, you know, he's given food on time, he's given his exercise on time, he's given his bath on time. So that is the groom. They are the unsung heroes and we must give them the due credit, you know, it's very important. Now, I, 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 I didn't want to come out and say this straight away, but I, I knew where I was going to take this, this interview. That's so important to you, right? That's It is important. Yeah. They are all human beings, they, you know, they, they should be given the due credit and... They are being, they, they're being looked after well, but I think they deserve more. Mm -hmm. They deserve more. Yeah. yeah. They, it's, uh, and again, I, I just keep coming back to this same thing. Everybody is so friendly. And and the stables are, I, I took somebody that's been in horses, we're going to meet up this week. Um, I took somebody in there that, that, um, uh, that's been involved in horses for the last 25 years, his own horses, et cetera, et cetera. And he just, he was so impressed. And, and, and that's the thing. We, we haven't even spoke about the horses, but you look after them so that like every one of them's looked after them so yeah. well. Every, every horse, you know, we, we have a timetable, there's a schedule that is followed. 
starting from 6.30 in the morning till 10.30, they're given, you know, different, they're given a, they have a swimming pool. They go into the swimming pool, they swim, then they come out, then they're given, you know, groomed, properly groomed, and then they're given their feet, and then, you know, uh, the track is cleaned and polished. And so there's a system we are following. Uh, uh, so 10.30, everybody, you know, takes a rest, and then 3.30 again, they start off for another four or five hours. When we have our riders coming in, we have our riding classes going on. And now keeping in view that the season is about to kick off on the from the 15th of October onwards, we'll have a, a lot of activity. We, mm. Back to back, every weekend we have a show. Every weekend we have a show. Okay, so what what can anybody, can anybody turn up to these shows? Can Anybody is more than welcome. And, and th- again, this is something I've been there, I've been there for three shows and yeah. it's it's a really good event because you've got lots of different types of nationalities. Everybody's friendly. Yeah. If you spoke to anybody, they'd speak back to you, even the, the horse riders that everybody's uh, interacting. So it, it's something that I would just tell everybody to try and uh, have a go. So you're going to be running them from, I'm sorry, I'm so hot. Um, you're running these events from, when are they starting? Uh, 17th of October to be exact is the first competition, the Hatab, Hatab Tour. Hatab Tour is a national uh, ranking, national ranking tour that has been created for, and it's spread over 12 competitions, starting from Hatab 1 going up to Hatab 12, which is the end of the season in uh, March, April. You know, so it's spread over, you yeah. know, every alternate weekend or every weekend. So in between, we also have our top shows like. Excuse me. The biggest uh, competition we have in Qatar is the the Amir Sword. The Amir yes, Sword is where uh, everybody <coughs> gets the opportunity to, you know, uh, see His Royal Highness, yep. uh, the Amir himself, um, and that's a big honor for everybody. So he comes personally, and then other than that, we have many international uh, competitions. Like I said before, the Longines Global Tour, the CHI. And the world championship so there's a lot of going on mm. so that's you know uh, fitted in between the other when it goes along like a back-to-back situation so it's it you can take your children along everybody's more than welcome yeah and that's another thing it's like i i don't know i take those take your kids along just go and see ever sometimes i hear people look up and say there's not much going on okay here's the here's the, they're going to be very busy okay so go and take the time out. It's not very far. It's Alrian, up by um. It's near uh, Spar Academy, uh, Spar Spar Academy. Yeah. Alfarusia. Yeah. Um. So go and find out. Go and take the kids. You never know. Your child could be the next yeah. world you never champion. Know. You never champion. know. You never know. Yeah. And it is. It, it it's kind of like that, right? It's it's kind of. And again, I I know that sometimes people say, "Ah, oh, you're just being a, um, you're saying this because you're Qatar, you're in Qatar." I'm telling you, one thing that I do know is that, that they give the opportunity to everybody, no matter what sport you're involved in. If you want to get involved, they want you to get involved. Yeah. Doha has everything to offer. Unlimited opportunities lying there. If you're worth it, you're interested, just go and tap on it and, you know, you're given the opportunity. And and it's it's like... And, and again, I tell this to everybody, just go and knock on somebody's door. If you, if you want to find something out about it, just go there. Everybody will talk to you. Everybody will show you the right way to go. And if you want to get involved in this or you want to get your children involved in it, you've got, you've got, our, uh, you've got your equestrian centre, you've got Al-Shakab, 
you've got many places that you can go and, and take the kids along. And you're constantly doing different types of events so that you're... Yeah. It's it's really good. And for, for children, you know, throughout the year, we have classes going on because we have, you know, we've seen the facility, we have indoor arenas, even in summers when, you know, yeah. it's a peak heat, touching 48, 50. Even then we have riding classes going on because we have uh, air-conditioned indoor arenas. So, you know, something positive... <coughs> Uh, to do for the children it's a nice time you know for time pass and also another very important thing you know we must understand that the horse is a very very noble animal yeah and the horse teaches you so much it actually teaches you discipline mm. it has positive vibes being given to the rider so it is something that one must experience mm. it's very important yeah and 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 again, I, I don't know why. I, I when I was a young youngster, I was I was stupid, stupid at the time. Let me tell you, kids, I am stupid. Mm -hmm. I had a tattoo, and it was of, of a horse because I loved horses. Never got to never got to ride any except the one in the field. We used to cut the grass and feed the the horse with the grass cuttings, yeah. and then we used to just quickly get onto its back. And then when we took the horse cuttings away, it would run off up the other <laughs> side of the field. It was. <laughs> It was just amazing. It was, so I never had these these type of luxuries, but I loved horses. I, I just loved horses, and um, to now where where I find my, I I, always, I I then find out that I'm the Chinese year of the horse. People have not some people are believe in it, some people don't. But I love horses, and they are noble, and they have something about them. They have something about them. No doubt. I saw my friend when he came. He was putting his hand in the horse's mouth and just tickling the part of the nose and they were loving it they were kind of so it's it's really good you need to go honestly please just go and see just go and um, um, take a part of this because it really is something special yeah what's your before we we finish up the show because it's been it's been i i know that people are going to enjoy this what's your ambitions for the next few years uh as far as uh, the Qatar equestrian federation is concerned it's it's you know it has a specific plan they follow every year and things are growing alhamdulillah uh, as far as the Asian Christian Federation is concerned, we, we uh, with the new management of uh, the AEF, the Asian Christian Federation, like I told you from uh, Qatar, I, I feel uh, that after many years, we are on the right track. <laughs> there, was, there was a gap, uh, something that was felt, uh, there wasn't much activity, but now... Uh, I think we are on the right track and moving in the right direction and our ambitions are not, we cannot, we cannot, I cannot claim that we will be able to catch up with obviously Europe or the Pan-American countries or, or anywhere. But it's not about catching up with somebody, it's about taking along our own AEF family, which is 35 countries and trying to improve every year. So we are we, now, uh, we are trying to create more competitions, more opportunities for our youth and the senior riders. So uh, once they, they, they do more competitions, they, they develop confidence, they develop, you know, the, the they learn, you, you, you know, you, you actually learn through watching. You might might be making some mistakes when you're riding, or you know there might be some fault which you can see. Oh, there's a rider who's riding so well, and you can actually copy mm. him. So you learn. So by even by watching, 
you'll learn so much yeah and i think we are we are in the right direction inshallah so sky is the limit hey you see you're doing an amazing job and and Thank and you so much. Uh, there's a lot of people talking about it there there is um you're doing an f- incredible job you please 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 don't give in <laughs> i know you won't, you're not that type of person but i think that you're doing wonders um everybody at the federation you're yeah, doing yeah, fantastic thank you very job. much and you know uh, thank you for having me over and you know i i i think the social media and the media has a lot of uh, positive part uh, for 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 the growth of any sport you know your cooperation and your collaboration your you know media is playing a very 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 positive part for the growth of our sports and we thank you very much for that yeah, i'll tell you i'm i'm so glad that you came in today yeah. and and i'm before we finish i'm going to leave a little message um your kids um i I've, i've got four kids i'm i'm lucky enough to that they're all grown up now um i've got three grandchildren one to be one coming in december which i'm very very um blessed with um look there's one of them i'm sure one of you out there has got some children that could be the the next big thing in horse jumping equestrian okay go and find the place go and see the place it's fantastic the people there that are incredible they're all friendly they're all nice just take that step go and see if you like it go for a, 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 just an occasion it's 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 incredible honestly it really is um so i'm hoping that you take us up on our offers offers because you have no, got people lovely. like abid out there that are doing something big in this so please go and see anyway steve before you finish i yeah. have a small request i have a small souvenir for <laughs> yeah. if you allow me to present it yeah to yeah you. perfect yeah. thank you so much indeed do you want me to please uh, if we you know present it to you Oh. Yeah, a small, small souvenir from the Federation. Thank you so Something much indeed. This means so much to me, uh, uh, so much to us. I'm so sorry. It's so much to us. Thank you. Thank you so much, Abid. Thank you for having uh, coming on the show. Pleasure being here, everybody. Thank you very much for listening. I'm sorry. I'm. It's very hot in this room. It's. <laughs> I do apologize, but thanks for listening. It means so much. Bye bye for now. Thank you. Everyone, thank you for listening. This has been brought to you by Ginger Camel Network. Please send us your feedback on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, and don't forget to review us on your favorite podcast app.